This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching. You're watching. We're watching. You're watching Fanboy. 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 Fanboy, etc. Fanboy Nation. Dot, I assume Tom. <laughs> this morning, I am speaking with the extremely talented, the extremely funny, the man who has way better hair than I could ever dream of yet again. Jeremy Swift, how are you today? I'm very good. How are you, sir? I am wonderful. You know, Ted Lasso season two is already streaming on, uh, on Apple TV plus. I've seen both seasons already. Uh, you know, your character is one of the most unassuming people in the franchise. Yet here you are with 19 children as, as a part of it. <laughs> There's always a balance in life, isn't there? Yeah. 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 Unassuming in some areas of life, maybe not in others. <laughs> well, congratulations on the series itself and the success of the series. As I had mentioned um, to one of the co-creators, I thought this show would not go anywhere. I was like, uh, you know, it reminded me too much from just the description alone that it was going to be uh, like major league. Yet it ended up having a complete heart and soul that we did not expect from this television series. Absolutely. I think that, just comes from the creators having worked in comedy a lot, seeing what might be getting a little bit stale and just going in a different direction. And also using their, you know, their heart and soul in the show as not just their, their comic chops as well, you know, as well as, uh, so they're, um, so that's, it's dripping down from their sensibilities and, you know, aware, where is comedy heading? You know, the, the, and, and, and let's avoid cliches. Let's avoid doing the stuff that, you know, has been around for 20 years. You know, we, we've had so much going on, you know, 20, 30 years of snark, of sarcasm, of bitterness and humor. Uh, you know, the husband's an idiot. The wife is, uh, callous. The children are smarter than the parents could ever hope to be. And that seemed to have been the main tropes in family sitcom situations. Yet here we have an American who goes to coach soccer uh, in Europe or in the United Kingdom. I'm sorry, football for you guys over there. And brings out emotions that people have suppressed in the UK. Um, You know, whether it was through past trauma, egotism, whatever else goes along with it. How refreshing was that for you to see that the humor was more lighthearted than that level of bitterness? Um, it, well, fantastic. And just interestingly, uh, just going back to the first part of your question, uh, is that I think that the, the dark material that we, we've been living with for quite a bit, the, the, the cynicism, I think that was a reaction against the kind of nuclear family shows of the 50s and 60s, which were a little bit safe and, you know, and, uh, and, you know, a little bit bland after, after a few long runs. So I think that's, uh, that was the, that was the kind of wake up that everybody wanted. And of course it stemmed from, you know, stand up comedy, uh, when, when, when that, uh, the, you know, the, the aggression, uh, that, that from that in the, the late seventies. But yeah, no, it's, it's, it is time for something that, um, uh, that is, you know, just nurturing and nourishing and, um, it's, the show is cleverly aware of all that stuff, of course, because it has characters, as you say, that, that, um, that are toxic and, um, and, and tough. 
um, shut down characters or characters that have no power like Higgins and, and are kind of abused in, in a way. Um, and, um, and somehow manages to make all that funny, <laughs> which is just like insane. How is that possible? Um, you know, and how, how do you have a character like, like Roy Kent, who is so cross, so sweary, and yet so funny, and has a heart, you know, uh, balancing all that is just beautifully done, I think, by the, the, the show's creators. They're just, you know, superb at this. When, when you're working on a show in the early stages, in its infancy, there's always that hope of, dear God, I hope this is good. You know, and then when it hits with the audience and now 20 plus Emmy nominations here in the United States alone, what does that mean for you as a performer to have the entire series and the ensemble recognized in such high regard, not only be critically acclaimed, but fan supported? Because if we look at Rotten Tomatoes, we'll see movies that are, you know, critically acclaimed 97% and the fans look at the critics and they think we're insane and go and give it 33%, for example. Uh, Absolutely. Well, the fan support was there pretty early on and has accumulated, of course. And in fact, there are, there are new disciples along the way. There's still people on Twitter going, just watch Ted Lasso. And you're like, have you? Where have you been? Um, but the awards really are a kind of manifestation really, uh, uh, of, of all that fan support. Um, and you know, I've, I've been in shows like Downton Abbey and uh, not been quite so central in that show um, uh, that have been hugely loved. But I haven't seen anything like, like there's loads of fan art all the time. Oh, look at, I mean, look at this. Somebody did this for me. It's a, a you, ha- you have a Higgins Funko Pop. Wow. Yeah. You've been immortalized as a toy. I, yeah. And a la Toy Story 2, the wrapping ain't coming off. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, there's all sorts of stuff out there. And so, um, in a way, it was like, what? I didn't know that you, a show could get that many nominations because I don't really know the stats for, for the award shows. It's not something I particularly follow. I mean, I, you know, I'm aware of the Academy Awards, the BAFTAs. Um, so it, when people started saying, it's as many awards as the whole of Amazon has. Somebody told me the other day. It's, you know, it's the first, uh, 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 broken the record for the amount of nominations for um, a freshman comedy. I just don't know quite what to, I, you know, I'm still processing that basically. It's astonishing because it's not as big. It's nowhere near as big in Britain. So, um, so it, 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 it's 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 very exciting. It's very humbling, really, and um, I'm just glad it's it's a show that makes people feel good. That's great. With it not being as big in the United Kingdom as it is in the United States, uh, is that a bit of relief, or is that a bit of contention on your part because you got recognition internationally more so than you're in your home country? Like, for example, before we get into that, like, I'm slightly disappointed with, with England right now, uh, not from a political standpoint, because we can get that into that in, you know, 1500 years of history all the way back then. But you are an island nation. How are you not winning at swimming? 
I didn't you had, expect. A, you had a huge navy. The Spanish had an armada. Neither of your countries are winning at swimming. Oh, I thought we would. I keep missing the Olympics. I thought we just, we have had a few, haven't we? But not, not to a, the extent that you should. No, no. Yeah. Well, I think, um, I really, I can't begin to look into the science of that, <laughs> that question. Maybe it's because we've been invaded so much. So maybe, maybe, you know, a thousand years ago, it was like, Oh, mama, just going out for a little. Oh no, the Vikings, not again. Um, run, run. Uh, you know, maybe that was it. You don't go, don't go swimming because of the Vikings. I think that's probably the answer. So that's become a genetic thing now. We fail at swimming. Got it. Yeah. yeah. But, but that recognition that I had made mention of that it's bigger in the United States than in the UK, is that a bit of relief or is that again, a personal contention of why isn't my own home country recognizing this phenomenal show that we're on? Or is it just sensibilities? I, 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 I would say it's, um, yeah, about, actually about 70% relief and maybe a little bit of contention. Like, do you know who I am? <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> but I, you know, I'd rather not be sort of, you know, uh, pestered. Um, but yeah, although, you know, you have to go with it, you know, uh, if that's, if, if that's, I've never, it's never really happened to me before that I've been recognized. I'm usually not because people don't realize quite who I am, which is, I enjoy. Um, but, uh, you know, if that's how it is, I mean, in the States, when people come up to me, they would always be really nice. No one's, no one's been horrible. Um, so that's fine. I, I, I'll just, I'll just run with it. I just want to run with it. Uh, and also these things are always, you know, temporary. I, I'm not, you know, Paul McCartney or Rod Stewart. I won't have to have a, a helicopter for the rest of my life every, everywhere. It, it'll, it'll finish in a few years and then that, that, that'll be it. Right. Um, but no, I, I'm just glad that people like it. And if it builds up in other countries, that's great too. And I love that Mr. Swift is willing to run with something. Yeah, I don't <laughs> run that much. <laughs> <laughs> just to keep the puns going with, with the name so far. <laughs> yeah, but you have an amazing international cast on top of this as well. I mean, I mean, Christo's from from Mexico, uh, yeah. Tohib is from Nigeria, you know, and so on and so forth. Going uh, along, uh, uh, Stephen is uh, Stefan is going to correct right. me again. My French, my French is terrible at this point. Stefan is from France, and so on and so forth. That it's just this international cast uh, coming together around soccer, which is you know become the official religion of Europe now that no one goes to church anymore over there. Uh, what's it like when all these different personalities come in, yet are you still united around one common goal, whether it's to make the show or to just goof off when the cameras are turned off and play a little football? Uh, yeah, the latter I won't do um, uh, <laughs> without I'll make a huge fool of myself. Um It's great. Um, and that's just so refreshing uh, to work with people. Uh, from other countries and cultures, um, and, uh, you know, some of the guys in the supporting artists on the, on the team, um, uh, you know, Mo Hashim, uh, who plays, um, Bumbercatch, he's, he's from Yemen, uh, and, uh, you know, he's got stories about that, of course. Um, it's great. It's just, and, and, and um, uh, St- Stephen, Stephen Manus, whatever we want to call him on the day. Uh, he's, he's also a composer, um, in France as well. And, um, uh, 
fantastic pianist. Uh, it's 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 great, and also in the uh, the crew as well. That we we've, we 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 sometimes get um, in the runners. We get we get people from Europe. It's great. It's it's just how it the world should be. Well, it, it's so much fun to see all of this going on, and the fact that everyone's interacting and playing well with each other, and it's you could we could tell just by watching the final cut that people are enjoying each other's company because sometimes we'll see a project and no matter how good the acting is like, ah, those two didn't really like each other. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, there's, there isn't any of that at all. Um, No. Uh, And what's sweet, of course, everybody presumes that we know each other already very, really well, but it wasn't, it wasn't, we, you know, uh, we, we didn't after the first season, but I think after the second season, we, you know, We've hung out with each other more and more. And as you've seen quite a few episodes of season two, you'll see that there have been different pairings of uh, characters, which is great. You know, it just really changed, changes the chemistry and means that you, you like, you know, cause I, I've been in the office scenes quite a lot and not really, uh, so much, uh, on like with the team. And that's, you know, they have the different experience of the show than, than I do. Um, but, it's it's just all very exciting. It's just it's so much fun, and everybody just has. And it, this really comes from Jason and Bill Lawrence and, and Brendan. And just a winning sense of fun in the show. You know, there's a lot of focus. Um, uh, you know, sometimes in the locker room scenes, you know, um, uh, the guys, you know, in the Diamond Dog scenes, the guys are in the background and they can be they get a bit excited and they're talking and. And nobody, nobody gets really cross. Um, uh, you know, Jason, I think shouted out something, but it was a joke. He, ma- he managed to make a joke out of it. I can't remember exactly what he said, you know, guys, we're talking, you're talking. That's not going to work, you know, or something. And, uh, uh, uh <laughs> so it, there's, there's never, there's never any moodiness on set, you know, there's a lot of focus. Well, that's the important thing because the show, the show is very well put together and I, I'm still opponing by it and I yell at everybody, you know, uh, we got our critics choice copies, uh, you know, for, for the voting last year and my friend still hasn't seen it. And I was just like, just borrow my copies of the DVDs and watch it. And then he calls me up this morning at 6.30 California time. And uh, I saw the first three episodes last night. This is a great show. I was like, what have I been telling you for a year and a half? <laughs> it is a bit like that with people. They go, yeah, they, be, be, they become converted. They go, yeah. yeah, okay, okay, oh, oh, yeah, I'll give it a go. And then come back to you. Oh my god, it's great! You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hugely excited by it. At, at this point, your family's used to you being an actor. I mean, you were in Mary Poppins Return, so you have that franchise of a popular book turned into a, a Disney movie now that finally got its sequel. You were uh, Downton Abbey, another period piece in and of itself, and now a modern show like Ted Lasso. Uh, so success is all around you in in this regard. Uh, is there fear that the next project isn't going to hit as big and then you'll start pulling off that whole, don't you know who I am type mentality at you know Starbucks or a tea house or something? <laughs> <laughs> A tea house in particular, when everybody, yeah, when I don't get my scones with cream. Yeah. Um, uh, I think, well, you know, I, I've always had this thing that, you know, it doesn't last, nothing lasts forever. So I've been aware of that for a long time. 
I, when I first came to London, I lived in a squat and I, uh, um, and there was an old lady who lived in the house and I, I called Sissy and she was 96, right? And I, uh, I used to take her dog, Ted, amazingly, for a walk. Um, and I came into her room one day and she was, she was, she was just singing to herself. Uh, and uh, I, I said, what are you singing? She said, oh, it's an old musical song. We used to see everybody in those days. And she reeled off a bit, you know, like, Tommy Tarper, we had a, he was a magician, Susie the baby. And, and I just thought, wow, uh, who knows who these people are? Every, they were huge, big stars in 1923. Uh, and they've all gone. They're not on everybody's minds anymore. Everything is transitory, you know. Um, you know, my, my kids don't really, they didn't know who Dick Van Dyke was really until I said, well, he's the man in the original Mary Poppins. Um, so I'm aware, basically I'm saying, <laughs> I'm, a, I've always been aware because I have, you know, I have had things where I go, this is it. Oh, at last. Ooh, uh, and then, you know, um, you know, three months later, I'm talking to my agent going, so is anything happening? Uh, you know, so I'm just aware that it's, you know, it oscillates up and down. And, uh, if, but if it doesn't, great. But I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if I'm going, if I'm shouting, where are my scones? Where is the jam in two years time? <laughs> well, you said, you mentioned that you have children. Were they excited for, for the series itself? Because now they get to visit a professional soccer field or at least, you know, what, what's presumed to be a professional soccer field on television? Or did they look at you and go, dad, you couldn't have ended up on a cricket show? <laughs> We're not a very sporty family and I'm not sporty. So no, nothing to do with football, really. <laughs> they're, they're not my kids, you know, they're my kids. So they're not really, uh, they're, they're being, they're like impressed that the show is like popular. They're like, is it? Oh, wow. Good. Um, uh, but my daughter did, um, I know she's going to, she hasn't watched any of this season yet, but she was a sporting artist in the, in the, um, you know, in the stadium. And of course they couldn't use during COVID or anyway, they couldn't, you can't have a whole stadium of people. So they kind of cut and pasted, you know, very cleverly. But I know she wants to go <laughs> go through all the football scenes frame by frame so she can find herself and oh there I am. Well that that's good that you your daughter now has the acting bug even starting off as an extra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, before I let you go, because I know we had limited time today and it's probably like four o'clock in the morning over there in the UK. Uh, <laughs> um for everything that that's come with the show, and we're focusing on the show primarily today because it's such a hit and, you know, the next episode drops, I believe Friday. Um, I could it's, be wrong. No, it's tomorrow. Yeah. It's tomorrow. It is Friday. Okay. So yeah, because we get the season, the, we get like chunks of the season. So here's the first three episodes. Here's four and, you know, four through six and then seven through 10 or, or ever how it goes sometimes. We don't get it weekly. Um, so I, I keep forgetting how it's divided up. Um, oh, yeah. when you get to sit down and watch yourself, it, as this character of Higgins, and then you get to watch a show that's so filled with heart. What does that do for you as a person? Because we've seen so much cynicism in the past 30 years of television and film that now that something is so soulful could warm, actually warm up people's hearts. I, I hope it does. And, uh, 
I hope, you know, it stays with people. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to let it, you know, you know, affect me because I can be very, very grumpy because I'm very old. And so you have an accumulation of stuff in your life. And you think, oh. But, you know, what I get from the show, from Ted's character, is that he dances around cynicism and won't take it on board. And that's how d- bad stuff spreads is when you sort of get into I know. Oh, they're terrible. Oh, and it, oh, you know, and you just conjoin with people in negativity. And that's the big lesson is how he's, he, he will, um, say something almost complimentary about it, 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 from left field. And I, 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 that's what I try and take away. And if people, other people can, then, then that's great, you know, and just, just, you know, life isn't worth moaning and getting negative about because it's tiring it doesn't take you anywhere it weakens you you know deal with it and move on you know or or, or you know i'm not saying forget about it or compart- hide it away so it becomes even bigger like a cancer and then, you know uh but you know um there are there are issues that are that are petty let's leave the petty you know well, I'm going to leave you with this uh, final question since Coach Beard himself, Brennan, the co-creator of the series, found joy in becoming a new father in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. What has given you joy this past year that you're actually grateful for as the world fell apart around us? Oh, <laughs> um, I'm very grateful for my family um, and my wife. Um, to give me stability I, uh, and everydayness because, uh, I, I have friends who, uh, have chosen not to, to, uh, couple. Um, uh, and so that's been hard for them. So, um, yeah, it, it, it that I'm, I'm very grateful to have them. Well, Jeremy Swift, thank you so much for your time. Ted Lasso is on Apple TV plus. Uh, I am thrilled for all your success and I got a chance to chat with you today and crack a few jokes, uh, which we need very much in this society today. We do. Thank you, man. It's been great to talk to you. And before I let you go, are you on social media if we want to connect with you? Uh, I am. Yes. I'm on, um, Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Just Jeremy Swift or, uh, I am, uh, yeah, Jez P Swift on, um, Twitter. Jeremy Swift dot 68, I think on, um, uh, on, on Instagram. Perfect. Jeremy Swift. Thank you so much for your time. Again, Ted Lasso is on Apple TV plus season two is airing right now. You have nothing to be bitter about because you still have a full head of hair. And as Brian may said, so long as you have your hair, you can still uh, play rock and roll. So thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. <man. laughs> Take care. <All> right. <laughs> Cheers.